Recruitment was a great feeling. Everyone is stuck in a voice. Portal is a very complex algorithm written by coders. Hi, this is Shama from Eminence Techno System, a leading staffing and hiring firm based out of Bangalore, and uh, you are listening to the Recruiters Podium. Recruiters Podium is a show that gets you up to date with everything that's happening in the staffing and hiring industry. So today on the show we have uh, Bharat, who was an ex-RJ and an ex-IT recruiter, now owns his uh, own creative writing company. Let's uh, listen about his recruitment journey. Thank you, Shama. It's a pleasure being here. It's been so long that I've come back to recruitment. I mean, at least looking at the recruiters working on the go, it brings back a lot of memories. You have no idea. According to you, what do you mean by hiring the right candidate? Sounds like an interview question. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, what is a right candidate? Sometimes a right candidate is not who a client is looking for. A client will give out the JD. You have to read between the lines. So when a requirement comes out, there's a main skill, there's a sub-skill, there's a language needed, location needed, all these. So if a client is giving out a requirement and that requirement is for a particular project and if you have a good understanding of that particular project, then you will have a better understanding of what they're looking for. Sometimes the requirement is not all because the same skill, same sub-skill, same location, same language, but five different projects needs are very different. So different projects, the kind of sub-skills sub they can come with or the kind of knowledge that they have would be like that edge that they would have in A requirement compared to B requirement. So A, if I can sum it up, you need to understand what the client is looking for. B, you need to understand what the client doesn't know yet. <laughs> like read between the lines. What are the project manager's expectations? That, that is not there on the JD. And C, you need to look out for a candidate who's loyal, who's dedicated so that they don't scoot and they, you know, they, they don't just leave after in the onboarding process. D, you need to understand and make sure the candidate has a life circumstance or situation where you know that it's a good fish. In the sense that they will not leave. For example, maybe that person really wants to come to Bangalore. Or maybe that person was really looking for this hike. Or maybe this particular candidate really wanted this brand, this company that they want to work for. Because it was a long time they were working for Tire 2 company. Or Tire 3 company. So if that person is locked in, then it's a good to go candidate. So a right candidate is someone who's locked in because of his life circumstance. Is someone who matches the requirement. Who matches what the client is not able to say yet. And after all of those things, has a smile on his face <laughs> when he looks at the brand. He's like, okay, so this is a good opportunity and he's really want to. So this is the rainbow candidate, right? I'm sure that there are a few of these. But at least whoever you're finding, that person should be graded close to the rainbow. When you spoke about rainbow candidate, right? Uh, could you tell me one particular story where you tried uh, your level best to convince the candidate? Plenty of stories are there. So many stories are coming, I can't tell you. So, uh, three stories. Let's start with the first person. Her name, real name, forget about it. Let's just say her second name was Sonia. Okay, first name, forget about it. But if she's listening to this right now, 100% she would going to be like, okay, I know this guy. So what happened was this candidate was a very niche skill. And the client had been looking for this particular candidate for last 1.5 years. 
like they were not able to place this person at all this particular skill at all it was very tough to find the skill and it was nowhere available in india and if someone was the expectation of salary was too high and the client was not ready for that kind of expectation in the midst of all of this uh, i took up this project i mean i took up this uh, requirement because there were not many requirements and i was getting bored this is how the story actually begins and i went to them and they said okay there is this particular skill no one has been able to close it let's see if you can close it so i have this khurafati mind where i'm like if i am into something i'll go do it so i put my whole heart mind i went into monster i first put in tight search then lose 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 and i went put the loses search then i went to linkedin then i went back to linkedin no one even knew that much linkedin then i went to facebook all of that i couldn't find i spent a week and then finally i found a person who doesn't have that skill but they have a skill which is a prequel version of the skill and they have knowledge in the skill so i was like okay and that person also has a high salary but at least not very high so i called this person and that person was available for interview and everything we talked to the client and the client was like yeah because 1.5 years they were not able to find anything now that there is this person this is like it's not gold but it's silver get my point it's at least matches so they're very happy now this person is just not ready to come down to bangalore she is from hyderabad and she's like no bharat i will not come down i will just not come down no matter what salary you give me no matter what services that you provide me i will not come down so then i was like what do i do because i've taken this commitment i have to make sure that and there's no other candidate in the whole country probably or world who's available so i was like fine then i started developing a very good rapport with this person where i start talking to that person daily and what is happening in that person's life what are your what is your life like what are your expectations who are your friends and we got very close and then i was like hey, come to join no <laughs> what's the problem now we're like best friends come join <laughs> and that person came to bangalore and the funny thing is years later i got to know through a mutual friend that that person got a call second time regarding an upskilling from our company from my company which i used to work in and uh, they asked for this for my name <laughs> they said is this person still working there because you're very good friends after that, he's never called me back <laughs> second story there's another friend who was trying to close his candidate uh this is not a niche skill but uh it was quite tough apparently so finally uh right before the onboarding this person backed out he said that i'm not interested in joining etc so this person he somehow wanted to close him it was diwali time so he took some laddus and he went to his house <laughs> and he went to his house and he gave the laddus and he's like hey, here are some letters for you etc etc and he was like sir why don't you come and join anyway so the candidate joined so yeah i mean usually is negotiation convincing and all these things so that is our everyday that used to be recruiters everyday life is negotiation convincing you should never pick up a debate with a recruiter <laughs> you will not win <laughs> because that's their life every day but some cases you go really out of your way to find creative and interesting ways to close a candidate since you told that convincing the candidate takes a lot of efforts right i just wanted to know like what, what is that one thing that you really uh, miss about convincing oh man you know what uh, so this is a fun story so people ask me that uh, when i became an rj in radio mirchi people ask me a lot that uh, without any training how do you become a, an rj uh, see the thing is a lot of it was creativity 80% but 20% credit goes to recruitment 
because i learned about rj in recruitment not that i knew about R- and I, i didn't know that i was gonna i saw it in the newspaper i went and auditioned there were 600 other people and i got selected that's a real story but the preparation somehow happened during the recruitment days because one thing i used to do was uh, i understood that each person has a particular voice they feel comfortable with not everyone feels comfortable with the same voice so what i started doing is i started uh, calling candidates with different voices and the funny thing is now i don't think i can do that no one understood because he feels like this is a voice he can relate to or if it is a someone who's high tech i mean not high tech but a high five guy who's like uh, who always has a you know the heavy guys heavy voice guys but like uh, i uh, yeah this is uh, rakesh here uh, i have 13 years of experience in abcd and i'm a high skill so with him of course i'm going to call him with like uh, hi uh, this is bharat here uh, i'm a recruiter i'm working at mnc <laughs> <laughs> are you looking for a job change you'll be like yes sir i am I'm like oh, totally cool <laughs> you know? so the thing is when you hear me doing all these things you can see through the voice but for the person who's walking on the road somewhere he gets a call he doesn't know that a person is changing his voice so for him he just connects so i changed so many voices now i can't do it well but i had so many voices and in these voices the best voice i still remember i have a good time remember and laughing is amrish puri voice and the funny thing is no one found out that i was actually doing mimicry of amrish puri i would call people and i would say <clears throat> hello i is this roshan name are kiran kaha ja rahi ho yeah are is this roshan yes this is uh, bharat here i'm calling from mimicry <laughs> and sometimes people had a doubt i now i'm not doing it well because i'm not an rj anymore but back then it was like very clear so sometimes people had a doubt that is this amrish puri's voice on the call but uh, okay all fun aside it really helped because um i noticed that the first thing that i noticed in the recruitment industry was that everyone is stuck in a voice in a bpo voice you know people call and say hello this is bharati from mnc techno system i'm calling you regarding this particular job opening are you looking for a job change this has become standard and for some reason no one is able to understand that this will not be able to you cannot click with a candidate like this so the candidate wants a familiar voice someone he knows he wants to talk to so i was like i started understanding i started studying tonality and voice then because i wanted to crack the candidates so it became a headache because with each candidate i have to remember the voice <laughs> i don't think most of the recruiters are using this kind of uh, <laughs> convincing skills to the candidate i think it will be a very good impact if like one or two people start uh, initiating this so since you have moved out of uh, recruitment right and uh, you're completely shifted to the creative writing industry so i would like to take a step back and tell uh, you that bharat runs a creative writing company so i just wanted to know what is that one thing that you really miss about hiring the candidate hiring the candidate tough call shama i miss the happiness it gave me so my persp- it's about perspective right so my perspective when i started my career was that i started with the best job in the world take a guess why 
because in my mind in my perspective it's all about perspective how you look at it uh i thought that we are a country with 1.39 billion people and there is a huge lack of employment in the country i knew this when i started this career that's not why i picked recru- uh, recruitment uh that was coincidence but coming to office every morning was the best thing in the world because i knew that i was in an industry where i was giving jobs and you know there were so many people who were calling and i knew that they lacked here and there but they had the potential and they really wanted to get that job that i was giving them so it was emotional like every morning was sunshine because i knew that today when i sat in front of my system it was like it was religious actually it was sacred i was sitting in front of my computer and my phone and i would not even take one second out anywhere like i remember this so well that eight hours a day i was looking only at the computer and the phone and i don't even take breaks because i felt responsible that i'm giving jobs in a country where jobs are lacking that actually puts you in a very high throne <laughs> so it was that was a great feeling recruitment was a great feeling i would like to appreciate all the recruiters who put their heart and soul into recruitment and serving uh, uh serving to the society by providing jobs and i know how it feels to like you know when you onboard one candidate in a, that to in a niche skill so since you told about happiness in recruitment right you feel very happy uh that is what you miss so i just wanted to like um, ask you what is that one success factor there is no one success factor there is not because uh there are many success factors actually so um see now this will sound a little uh boasting like if i say this on the show so i don't want to come across that i'm sure there are a lot of recruiters who have done much better but um i'm sort of proud of this one achievement in my life is that uh when i joined the company that i was working for it was always um in fact anywhere i joined made be marketing made be radio anywhere i always like to break the slab like this was a slab this was the expectation of people that this is what happens so i like to break that and show that no we can go beyond this so recruitment when i started out people had this thing that yeah you can get one closure in two months one closure in two months like that so you can get six closures seven closures in a year that was the expectation of a fresh recruiter older recruiters they have from past year i mean past months pending and just they have a lot more fresher is expected 5 4 5 actually 4 5 like closures a, a year also is great freshers so i had this thing where i broke that i had nine closures within the first eight months of work so now it comes down to how i did it uh so there are many factors one is how many calls are you making look at that because what they do is i mean what generally happens is they don't make enough calls what i have noticed uh so from a senior management level someone who's listening to this right now the senior management you would not be able to relate to this because you're not on the floor you're just listening to what they're saying but i have been i mean you have also come from the floor so you know but when you're on the floor you know that not not everyone is making 100 calls a day because 100 calls is like the mount everest it's the highest peak you can get to people are generally making 50 to 60 calls so 100 calls a day as a recruiter is actually quite high in sales you can say that you have the numbers and you just calling 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 in recruitment you also searching the profile get my point 
So in sales, you are given the leads number and you're just calling one after the other like that. And you're writing down the details. In recruitment, you have to search for the profiles and then call. So 100 calls a day is not a joke. And 100 calls a day, if you keep it as a target, that this is your Mount Everest you have to climb every day, then where you're definitely going to success. No doubt about that. But here comes point number two. If you're making 100 calls a day, that's great. But are they relevant? Some people, what they do is they just call, call, call and they're just wasting away the click. So are you calling 100 calls and are you calling the relevant profiles? The second thing. And the third most important thing is how developed is your understanding of the portal? Like, buddy, this is directly going out to the person who's listening to this right now. Do you have any idea what a portal is? A portal is not a joke. A monster knockery portal is a very complex algorithm written by coders. And it is a search engine optimized, it, it is a search engine page, which is a very complex algorithm. Some searches when you put in, some profiles will just not show up. It shows up to your friends, it's not showing up to you. So how developed is your understanding of the portal? That how the portal actually works, algorithm works. You can understand on YouTube, there are many videos. Searches, the, all these things. Number four is how well is developed is your understanding of technologies. Technologies, sub-technologies. For example, if you go to this WC, I guess, dot com, you can find every technology with the sub-technology and definitions. So whenever you get a technology, do you directly jump to the portal and search or do you take one minute and go to WC.com or whatever the name is and you search for the technology, search for the sub-technologies and then search. Why is this important? Because with the main skill, if you're not able to find the profile, with the sub-skills you can find. And then you're always ahead of others. Right? So this is the fourth thing. And the fifth or third thing. The last thing is shortcuts. This is really undermined in the recruitment industry. I don't know why it is undermined. That people have not understood the value of shortcuts. Control F. Go to a page. Profiles are down. Control F. Find the top five. Click, 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 call. Done. Fifth. One more thing, organization. I used to have four files, not files on computer, physical files. First stack of files being processed. Second stack of uh, files processed and interview going on. Third stack of files, interviews going on scheduled when? Fourth stack of files processed onboarding in process. And all of those, I would put my marks, remarks on what I feel. So, that's what, so I used to love my job. So I would make sure that each stack is opened and I go through each of them and make sure that I convince them differently accordingly. Like a person who's going to a selection interview needs a different kind of convincing. He needs to be reminded every one week, oh, this is ABC, it's a very big brand. It has this much, it has these policies, it has this. They have to be reminded, then they why will they leave? Once they're selected and they're going into onboarding, then they need a different kind of convincing. If it's contract to hire, you need to tell them the parent company that is hiring you for contract to hire. That's a very big company. This is this. These are the features you're going to get. You know, we have always had candidates who are joining for contract to hire, then uh, joining to permanent. If you're a part of our organization, we can always take you and place you in another project. All this convincing is there in level two, which is from selection to onboarding. So if you do all that hard work, if you have organized, if your understanding of the algorithm, I mean, portal is very well. If your understanding of technology is very well, shortcuts are great. Calling 100 a day, relevant profiles. Tell me what will stop you.
What I liked about this podcast was how we were shown an alternative route and a fun route that we can explore in recruitment. And what I loved was how informative this was. We'll be back next week with a power pack continuation of this podcast where we would go in depth about staff retention, references, headhunting and so many other things about recruitment. So keep listening, keep learning and keep recruiting. See you next week recruiters podium presented to you by Eminence Technosystem your partner in hiring